Yo, what's up? It's your boy Seven Me. I'm tapping in with your boy Country Fan Mail. Y'all know y'all gotta tune in for this one. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Cluedon Country Fan Mail Podcast. You already know what it is. Episode, I'm sorry, season five, episode, I want to say 30 or 31. Not too sure, but y'all know how I do. Either way. We in here with another dope-ass interview, and as y'all see, I have, um, y'all might not know who he is, but we gonna make sure that before y'all leave today, y'all gonna know exactly who he is. Me and this homie right here, we uh, we go back. We go back, um, different shit, you know what I'm saying, dance, um, you know what I'm saying, linked up at, you know, events, and I always just really just stay solid over the years, you know what I'm saying, as far as, you know, regardless of where we lived, and so I saw he released a project, and I was like, I didn't even know homie made music. Maybe I just paid attention, but I was like, I didn't even know, so I listened to it, I was like... It is just actually good. Like, and I'm not even gassing. But I'm going to let y'all be the judge of that. Before we get into it, let me go ahead and introduce my homie to the table. Seven Me. What's good, bro? Hey, what's up, Clue? What's good? How you been, man? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Out here living this motherfucking California life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Adjusting. Hey. hey how you doing, bro? I can't complain. Living the, you know, easy street life with the, you know, country living. Just out here, out the way. Out <laughs> chilling. man. I miss it. <laughs> Where you at now, man? Uh, no, up in uh, Northern Cali, Sacramento. Ooh, you don't move. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, diff it's different out here, man. Uh, Jig was out here for a minute. Um, he lived out here for actually a good long time. Um, but anyways, before we get outside, track, man. <laughs> so first question I got to ask you, bro. What was the first song you listened to when you woke up this morning? All right, my man Larry June, Dear Snow. Okay. Hey, 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 hey. Shout out Larry June, he that dude. Like, honestly, um, shouts out to him. Like, when I was really going through a little funk, like just listening to his music, bro. You can't be in no, it, it's gonna make you feel like you a fresh crisp hundred dollar bill. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just you just won't be parking lot pimping for no reason. Just <laughs> different like I, I feel like there's, there's there's been it's been a long time since i feel like we've had that that type of artist to make you feel like that and then on top of that for him not to be from the south like oh. i feel like it's like usually southern artists will make you kind of have that vibe but you know like big crit yeah you know i'm saying you, you play some big crit and it's just like man like any of the my subs you hit my sub part one through part six mm -hmm. it don't matter what kind of car you got you blasting them <laughs> you know what i'm saying you have a Corolla, uh, a goddamn Yukon, you hit it. <laughs> Sounds like you got a system in a cobalt. You know what I'm saying? No type of joints. I ain't gonna lie. N nigga don't even care. They be in their ladies whip with the pink fur seat back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, they don't know about it. <laughs> they don't know about it, man. But shit, man. So let's go ahead and get into it, man. So, you know, I mentioned in the intro, you know, I don't know if I missed it. I don't know if it's something that you kept under the wraps or, you know what I'm saying, or if it was something that you just picked up, but like, when did you actually start making music? So I started when I was like in elementary school, honestly. And um, I just kept with it. And really it was something that I kind of let go by the wayside. Cause for the longest, as you know, dance took a big part of my life. And uh, before that, it was basketball. But um, like music has always kind of been a thing that I've always had a love for. 
And I always kind of find myself moving back to no matter what stage of my life. Mm-hmm. Like I may always stop doing something, but me and music, whether it's me creating or just doing a deep dive and creating playlists and stuff like that. I've always had some type of, you know what I'm saying, dealing with the music. Um, like even when I was growing up, I think I would say is why, because like my dad, he loves music. Like I grew up with the big boom boxes, sitting here looking at tapes, like who's the sex packets and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, I think I got my more so love from him, I guess you could say for the music. For sure, for sure. Yeah, you know, I feel like that's a those those early um those early starts really do kind of they they set the uh they set the foundation for either what you're gonna go into or kind of sometimes what you stay away from. You know, what I'm saying like mm-hmm. my foundation as a child. You know, what I'm saying like I didn't really hear my first hip my first hip hop songs. I was like seven eight years old. It was nothing but gospel music. Now. I can't tell you the last time I hit play on a gospel song. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Just because I don't, I don't, you know, that's just my personal preference. But, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes that foundation can, you know, it can, it can shift you in a lot of directions. So, I mean, like, tell me about some of those early musical inspirations that you had and how it kind of shaped your sound to now. Well, like, as far as earlier musical inspirations, um, I've always came from, like, a musical family, like, Growing up, my dad, like you said, church, he sung in the choir. My mom was in the choir. My grandfather's a preacher, so I grew up in the church, you know what I'm saying? They even had me singing a few couple Sundays, and I was like, I don't know why y'all doing that, because this brother can't hold a tune. And they, you know, they, all right, baby, keep going. And I'm like, nah, get me out of here. (laughs) But um, that's kind of where it started for me. My uncle Tim, he been a drummer. My my cousin Ryan, he been rapping since you know, forever. Um, so my aunt Lisa, she sings like my, um, I want to say he, it's her father. I, I'm bad with the family dynamics, but um, her father was actually in James Brown's band. So like music is kind of always surrounding me, I guess you can say. For sure. That's, that's hella dope, man. I, I feel like, uh, you know, that's, that's like that. I feel like that's that's like the origins. Like that's like a, a origin story for like a great person. Like <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I'm seeing I'm seeing it in your future for like a, like somebody who just does some real great shit and be like, yeah, music has always been in my life. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like I feel that and I like that. You know what I'm saying? I, that, that that really it shows that you know what I'm saying you, you got places to go for real for real. You know and you know kind of creeping into this project. Um, you know, so project I'm talking about right now. If y'all don't already know. Um, this is um intro to seven. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I really liked it because I felt like every track it seemed like you were trying to give a different part of yourself or give a different aspect of yourself, you know what I'm saying? And it was like 
it was almost like uh this might sound crazy and you know what I'm saying for all those people that are still in that world pause before i even say it but it's like when you get that cheesecake that's cut into all <laughs> and every time you eat a different piece it's a different slice but it's still cheesecake <laughs> i don't know why that's the analogy that came to mind but that's what i'm thinking about <laughs> it's like Am I am I off am I off base or is that what you was going for? <laughs> nah, man. Because see, like, okay, it's it's something that I said for myself when I came back to music this time. Because I I always been writing for over the years and whatnot, but then I looked at people like that return like Nas, and when I heard like what really made me want to get back sharpening my pen was King Disease too. Mm. When I heard that, like I was actually writing and I threw the whole tape away. I, I just, I threw it away. I was like, nah, that's not it. But with intro to seven, you hit the perfect. Like I was trying to give different layers of me because with my name seven me, like breaking into what that actually means is like I had, like I told you, I grew up in the church and things like that, but if you know me, I kind of had, you know, my side and dealings and stupid stuff that I did when I was young, too. So it kind of, I won't say I became like the most, whatever, whatever, whatever. So I, basically what I'm trying to say is I've always respected my Christian upbringing and wanted to bring it with me. So as you know, in the Bible, the number seven is the number completion. And then ME, I actually got written up by my teacher one day because we were in class going over initials and I had put ME on the paper. And me and this teacher was always getting into it. And she was like, well, I know it's you, but who's me? And I'm like, me. And then she's like, yeah, you, but who's me? And I'm like, me. And then so she sent me, well, how about you go to the principal's office, me? So I get sent to the principal's office. My mom comes to the school, furious. She's about to go off on me. And I'm like, mom, I got sent here for the stupidest thing. I literally put my initials up here and she's asking me who me is. It's me, Malcolm Elliott. That's my initials, me. So everything that I'm spitting is completely me, completely Malcolm Elliott. So I'm trying to give you different layers of me through my music. And that's why it's actually called Intro to Seven because I'm gonna drop a project of seven uh, EPs giving you different like layers, I guess you can say through my life and things like that through the project of Intro to Seven. I like that. I like that. That 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 makes it, it makes so much sense because I, I was you know I was you know of course that was gonna be the question is you know what I'm saying where seven me came from and <clears throat> I'm the type of person that before I ask a question I always try to find the answer and I always you know say I'm not I'm not I'm just I don't like to just ask questions for no reason and I was like I can't for the life of me think what what seven me stands for but I was like I know it has but then I wasn't even thinking M E. That mm -hmm. didn't even stick out to me. I and I I would have probably made sense at that point. I know your name, but I was just like, okay. So I just felt really stupid when you were explaining that. But it all <laughs> makes sense at the same time, man. That's really mm -hmm. dope how you put it all together. I mean, so like, you know, that I kind of want to, you know, do a little foreshadowing. You know, you talked about those uh those upcoming EPs, which I'm hella excited for. I think that's super dope. I feel like, you know, going back to that great conversation, I feel like a lot of the greats, they do that with those series, those mixtape series, those, you know, Big Sean has Finally Famous, uh, Joe Budden has Moo Music, um, you know what I'm saying, um, Lil Wayne has uh, uh, Dedication, if I'm getting it wrong. Uh, yeah. 
yeah, I think dedication. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like all those those greats, whatever. So can you uh without giving us too much? Okay. Can you kind of let us know what to expect as far as like those EPs go? I mean, okay. I know you already said it's gonna explain like different facets of your life, but like is it gonna be like very themed or is it gonna be, you know? Mm-hmm. Honestly, I want to say it is, this is going to say, sound cliche. It is themelessly themed, if that makes sense. Okay. Because honestly, how me and my producer Kelby work, um, I'm hearing beats that he's creating, I'm writing to him. And then honestly, we just kind of have like this creative chemistry that when his beats play, I'm just, it whatever, it, it's just like, mm-hmm. it's, it just flows. Shout so we start taking it, and then I would start placing them in a, like a flow. Cause some weird way, his beats always lead me into like a flow throughout when I'm creating. So it's like I go into it, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm about. I just let the pen work. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? And then from that first track, I'm like, all right, we here. And then I'm like, all right, so let's take this story. And then I'm going with it. And I'm creating. So it's like. If I could picture or give you a descriptive uh, analogy, I guess you can say it's like a maze. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. I like. I like that. I like that. That that definitely that definitely does answer the question because you know what I'm saying kind of like the kind of connecting the dots because sometimes you know like I say you had those series that are just they just next one two ones they don't really connect but so I, I like that man so mm-hmm. so. Kind of switching it up a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Kind of taking you and your artistry out of the hot seat, but putting you in the hot seat about other people's artistry. Kind of tell me like uh, some projects that you've, uh, either songs or projects, you know what I'm saying, that you've been feeling lately and then, and then one that let you down. This is this, this, this the this state respectful. Mm-hmm. Let you down. Um... All right, man. So, I hate it. Uh, I'm gonna get canceled for saying that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, hey, man. I just said some crazy stuff on here. So trust me, you probably can't. Nah, say nah, nah, nah. I'll be. I'll, I was let down by the Andre 2000, bro. Okay. And I can't even say that because I ain't listened to the whole project. You ain't hit play. No, I hit play on the first track on my way to work, and my lady was in the car with me. And she was like, "Bay, it's too early. I'm about to go to sleep." So, yeah, that's hilarious. I mean, I feel I, it though. I didn't, and because like, so honestly, I listen to a lot of music, like country, rock, everything, man. So, like, when I heard he was coming with the album, like, I I, I created a whole playlist of like the greatest Andre 3000 joint. And I'm sitting here going through listening to him with my lady and whatnot. Yeah. And like, you know, and then when I heard he was just it was just him and his flute, I was, I was hurt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, was, I was throwing off too, man. I was I was throwing off too. And then so I was like, okay, well, that means that like, you know, he's a great with the music. He took his whole time, you know, learning how to play the flute. Nah, my brother freestyling. I said, good God. I said, um, <laughs> He said, not my bad freestyling. <laughs> <laughs> but 
shout out to him because I do see as an artist the creative side of what it could do for him. From what I like, it didn't bother me for the few you know snippets that I was hearing. But what I could see is his music be being played in like coffee shops or like you know elevators. So honestly, if you in music, you know that's the that's the streams you want. You know what I'm saying? Millions of coffee shops playing your tune or wherever you know massage. You know they got the the flute and the, you know <laughs> hey. I, I it's, it's, it's crazy because I feel like the only time that I've actually enjoyed the album was when I was sitting there doing nothing. Like, I couldn't be doing nothing. I can't be looking at my phone. I can't be reading. Nothing. That's the only time I've been like, oh, it's not that bad. And I'm not trying to throw shade. It was, it, I was scared to say that because people, you know, you've seen the status as well. If you don't rock with it, you don't meditate. Okay. Hey, I posted that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so that's what we do now? We just, like, <laughs> all right. It's funny because I posted that actually, like, I, it was it was, it was, was funny. I posted it actually directly related to somebody else because they was like, uh, it was, they were saying something about, like, I tried to listen to this shit while I was at the gym. And I'm just like, Bro, what album makes you think that you're going to listen to this at the gym? Bro, I seen this hilarious-ass video, and it was this dude. And he was working out to like uh, some Isley Brothers and whatnot, bro. If you want to see what happened out when you're working out with slow music, if you want to see what happened, go watch that video. Bro I had the weight, and the weight is sitting there choking him. And he got the Isley, the la da da. <laughs> background with the weight on his neck. I said, Good Lord. I said, Bro, you should have known you won't be able to do nothing with that, man. And like, <laughs> I'm in the place for everything, my brother. Uh, so hit, me, hit me with an album that you've been feeling a lot. Um, it's not even an album. Um, it's a track. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's by Jack Harlow. And no whips in train with you. Yeah, that joint right there. Hey, you know, hey. I've never hit. I haven't hit play on that song yet. But every time I hear it, it's about. You never hit play on it, bro. Hit play on that song, bro. And I actually do fuck with Jack Harlow. But I haven't hit. I've heard. I feel like I feel like I keep hearing it. I never have to hit play. Every man, every artist's dream. Every <laughs> artist. Can you imagine that? Like you, you hearing me? And you ain't even hitting play. Hey, listen. I'm trying to be. That's where I'm trying to be at. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to be at the place. Shout out to everybody who uh, just you know, quick little side commercial. Shout out to everybody who supports everything that I got going on. Everything that this man got going on right here. And in any time that y'all see us share stuff on our social medias and stuff like that, and you know, just be flooding up your timeline. Sorry, not sorry. If you don't want to see it, just it don't. don't. However, and also, if you share our stuff too, one day we won't have to share it at all. You don't hey, see. Man. Me sharing my stuff, click on follow, mute me, whatever you got to do, because it's not going to stop. You know what I'm saying? And the, the pages that y'all follow are people that you don't even know. They share that stuff constantly. And you click share, so do the same for me. At oh. least you know, <laughs> that's what I never understood. People will support someone that they have no affiliation or ties to through real life, don't know, but will actually know somebody, know their backing, mm -hmm. know everything is what it is and, and won't support. I think that's something that people got to work on, man. Get rid of that crabs in the barrel mentality. You know what I'm saying? And, and like that. You know, I'm so glad we, 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 you know, we segued into this because I was actually.
is I was actually talking with uh, Pisces, uh, my wife, the other day about it, and I was like, you know, I kind of had a revelation because that same that same sentence that you say, you know, it's easier for people to support people that they don't know versus somebody that they do know. And what made me think about it, and what made me think, I was like, you know, there was somebody who saw Beyonce, you know, saying dancing in her backyard with her, with her sisters and her friends and doing and doing all stuff like that, and they could have probably, you know, what I'm saying, been like, yeah, that girl's going places, but instead of they went home and looked at their daughter and was like, let's go do something. Let's, let's go figure out what you're great. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they, everybody, nobody wants to see themselves not being that person. Mm-hmm. That's the craziest shit ever. Even if they have no aspirations to be that person. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Like you don't make music, but because it will be so hard for you to understand that somebody that you know could blow up by making music or it's not you, you don't support it, but you support the other motherfucker who ain't even from the same town as you or the same city or the same state as you because it looks better. And it's like, it's it's wild. And you know, so it kind of brings me full circle to a question, like how has support looked for you as far as like the hometown, as far as the state, as far as, you know, bigger and bigger, how's that look for you? Um, I honestly always think it's, it's hardest at home, you know, for for most people, because for me, as far as my whatever you want to call it, um, it's been the people that haven't known me that have given me my breaks. Like even my producer, like I was done making like I had I had made one album last year, didn't even put it out. And I was like, all right, I think I'm I'm a bow tie it. You know what I'm saying? And then like he reached out through my little brother and was like, yo, like I ain't heard nothing from you. What you doing? We gotta, we gotta get to making this music. What is you doing? And you know what I'm saying? It was the inspiration through him that actually relit the flame in me to wanna, you know what I'm saying, keep pushing um people that I haven't even known like that, trying to get my music in you know, places and things like that, like, and sending it to me. And and that's not to say I don't have my support from people that are close to me and family and things too, because I do, and I'm appreciative. But um, like, even my pops, like, he tells me, like, he's a uh, manager at a, at a establishment. And when his customers come through, uh, he's actually, you know, sharing my music and uh, got them and they're like, oh, I actually, I actually rock with this. They calling me, giving me feedback. I'm at work. My dad calling me, hey son, I just wanted you to know, like, I got this person bumping your music. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, that's love, you know. So, um, I, I, it's a support at home. I won't say it's not, but it's, it seemed to to be more strangers that uh, I believe a place in the right moment at the right time uh, that it really, really helped me out the most. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. for sure. I, I like that, man. I you know, I think that um, you know, adding on to what you're saying, being somebody, you know, being a you know, a content creator or artist or whatever, you know, in any type of that realm, uh, where you're doing something out of essentially passion or love, it's um support is always gonna be a touchy subject. You know what I'm saying? It's always a touchy subject. Um, I mean, as you heard the 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 great by Erica Badu as great as she already was and the things that she achieved and she was still like, I'm still an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. And 
support is one of those things where it's like, man. Um, and it's it's a touchy subject because as an artist, you know, you want to say you have that supporting and backing as the greats and things. And you know what I'm saying? Even when you don't, as you know, realists, everybody fakes it until they make it. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's if you're just being honest, because if you listen to people's music and things, they're saying they had the followers that they don't have because you can go look at their page and see before they have it, mm-hmm. before they have it. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's, it's a touchy subject because you got to be real with yourself and real with where you are in the moment. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of people run from it. And honestly, you shouldn't because it's a lovely process. You know what I'm saying? Like if you be honest with where you are, it allows you to be appreciative of your growth if you're doing it right. You know what I'm saying? And some people want that instant, you know, ramen success. And it's not like that. You know what I'm saying? For most people. Um, but if you can find beauty in it, hey, ramen good. You throw a little Lowry's on that mug. But it don't do nothing for you. But it don't do nothing for you. Now, that's what I was going to say. That ramen success, it, it's, it tastes good in the moment, but you're going to be hungry right afterwards, looking crazy as hell. I'm about to make another pack. But, <laughs> but um, man, wrapping everything, put everything together, man. Um, if you had some words um uh, to get out to the world, you know how I used to say it is like if you had everybody's number, or if you had a way to hit everybody's number at one time, or send out a smoke signal that everybody in the world could see at one point in time, what would that message be? Um, believe in you. Um, believe in you, because if you don't. Nobody else going to. So, like, you got to believe in yourself first. You can't ask somebody to give you something you're not willing to give yourself. You know what I'm saying? So, if you're not willing to give your cha- yourself a chance to fail or push forward or do more, how can you expect somebody else to want to? You know what I'm saying? If you're going to, like, there's this one saying that said, how you do something is how you do everything. So, you know, do everything how you'll do something and do something how you'll do everything. So, yeah, never heard that before. I like that one. I, li- I like that. I like that. You know, the, the first part I, I say often, you know, you got to either take yourself seriously so other people can take you serious, believe in yourself. But that last part, you know, how you do something is how you do everything. That That's how you said it. Yeah, I, yep. I, I, I've never heard that. I'm going to take that. I'm going to let you know. I'm going to take that. I'm like, yo, yeah, I, I like that, man. So, um, you know, um. Let it, you got my mind, you got my wheels straight. I was sitting there, I was like, see, you like that literally like we like see it in my mind when you said that. And I was like, man, that's that's something. Where where did you get that from actually? Before we move on, where'd you get that from? Pops, like my pops was always a man of like metaphors and whatnot. Cause like whenever you do something wrong, like once again, growing up, he was a preacher's kid and he was in the army. He was a correctional officer, you know what I'm saying? And he came under my grandfather, which was in the army, preacher mason you know stuff like that so um he would always ask me whenever i got in trouble like i did something wrong he'd be like well how did you foresee this plan working out or whatever and um <laughs> he had this thing where you say if you fail to plan you plan to fail and uh if no if you fail to plan you plan to fail i mean like if you just always wake up and you have no sense of direction or you have no like no plan don't be surprised when you do fail, you're not nowhere. But to answer your question, my pops, he always, he's a man of metaphors. He got a million and one of them for you. And uh, so I, I stole that from him. I don't know where he got it from. He might've got it from my grandfather or my uncle. You know what I'm saying? My uncle Junior, 
you know, rest in peace. He was another great man of metaphors. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely like that, man. Yeah, shout out to them, man. Shout out to those those great men. It's really dope to hear that you uh that you and your family had such had such great men in the family. Um, you know, saying raised a great man. And um and speaking of, you know, before you know we wrap everything up, I do want to say, like I said, I said at the beginning, I'm gonna continue to say, you know, keep doing what you're doing. You know, I really do, I really do actually like the project. You know what I'm saying? I don't really, I don't really have people that come on the project, come on to the podcast that I actually don't like their music because then it's awkward and I'm lying to you. I, I ain't got time for all that shit. Cause then you're gonna be like, why well, don't I never see you sharing my shit? Because like I really didn't like your music. That's I, I'm not gonna do that. I'm just not gonna do that. So it's like <laughs> um I really do want to say, like, you know, keep doing your thing, man. And you know what I'm saying? Keep keep uh everything that you got going on, music wise, business wise, family wise, uh fatherhood, um, all those things. And you know, let everybody know where they can listen to you, where what's uh what you got coming up real quick. And I think we have like oh, we still got we still got a few minutes. Yeah, what you got coming up, where they can find you and where they can follow you. Let me look that up. Ah. <laughs> um, but you can find me on Insta at the number seven and then E V E N dot M E. So the number seven, even dot me, seven me. Um, Facebook, that's more for the family. So y'all ain't getting that. Uh and then uh and then on TikTok, you can find me at the number seven, even dot me. So seven E V E N M E. Uh, you can find me putting stuff there. Um, right now, I'm in the pause works of making a little clothing line or, you know, rebranding the clothing line, I should say. But in the meantime, uh, shout out to my brother. He's overseas right now. Uh, he's in the Navy. So I'll drop his line. So if you can, uh, this is one of his state wide. You know, he got a lot of dope clothes. So in the meantime, since you can't support me, show your love through him. Uh, stay true once again um, and look out for intro to seven part two that's going to be dropping on Valentine's Day and you know we just working look shout out to Kelby um, and let me if you don't mind let me look up his uh, his Instagram Good. Well, I mean, definitely uh, man shout out to you man your your line man you know I had I had I actually been thinking about it I would have made sure that I had it on man uh, but yeah I, I got one of your pieces uh I got one or two. Thank you. Um, I'm rebranding, so I'll, I'll give you a little sneak peek. Um, it's gonna be called Endura, and that's that's uh that's what I'm gonna say right there. Um, and yeah, it's just uh something that I'm working on. It's gonna be big. So uh, yeah. Last but not least, shout out to my producer Kelby on the track. That's him right there. So uh, yeah. So that's all I you know. That's all I got. All I'll say for now. All I'll say for now. So I, I appreciate you, man. It's been dope, man, coming on to the show, man. I really do appreciate, you know, anybody that takes the time, come fucks with little old me, you know what I'm saying, trying to make it out of here, you know. I really right. do appreciate everything you got going on, man, for sure. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Shout out to Country Fan, man. I appreciate y'all for having me. Shout out to Pisces. Um, shout out to everybody. I appreciate y'all who listened, checked out the project, ain't checked it out, uh, you about to, whatever. Shout out everybody. <laughs> I say you ain't checked it out. You're lost. Make sure that y'all tap in. Clue Don, Country Fan Mail Podcast, where a fan makes a fan. We out of here. Straight back to the Country Fan Mail Podcast.